The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. And with that, I want to say hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Keep Leading Live. Keep Leading Live, like the Keep Leading Podcast, is dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact through the power of executive coaching, facilitation, and professional speaking. So I've got a great guest today. Uh, I've got a true professor, a true leader here uh, that I think you're going to learn a lot from. And who is he? Well, let me tell you. Well, I guess I should talk about what we're going to say first, right? Uh, this is the Keep Leading Podcast, obviously, and it's all about leadership. And I've talked about leadership from multiple angles with my guests. But here's an angle that I teach, but I haven't talked about on the show yet. So I'm excited to talk about transformational leadership. Transformational leadership, what is that? Well, to address that, we're bringing in Dr. Terry Jackson. Now, let me tell you about Dr. Terry Jackson. Dr. Terry Jackson is an executive advisor and a TEDx speaker. He's also a Thinkers 50 top 50 world leader in coaching. Terry also was named by the Thinkers 360 as a top 20 global leader in the future of work and CIO Review Magazine named Terry as one of the top 10 most promising leadership development solution providers in 2019. If that's not enough, I did say Dr. Terry Jackson and that's because Dr. Jackson uh, has a PhD in management, and he is one of Marshall Goldsmith's 100 coaches. Dr. Jackson, welcome to Keep Leading Live. Thank you, Mr. Eddie Turner. Thank you for that very gracious uh, introduction. I was wondering who you were talking about there for a minute. Well, you're too kind, sir. And it is just an honor to have a gentleman of uh, your caliber here on the show. This is what this show is all about. And so, you know, we are both members of the MG100. Uh, and so that's how we've gotten to know each other. And yeah. to be able to listen to your insights on our, our morning calls is truly uh, a delight. So we're going to share you with the Keep Leading audience so more people can get to know about you. Thank you so very much. I look forward to it. It's, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Terry, you know, I guess the first question is we should probably start off with what is transformation? 
Oh, you know, that's a very good question because a lot of people have the tendency to associate transformation or define transformation and change and, and say they're synonymous, and they're actually not. The example I like to use is, of course, the analogy of from the caterpillar to the butterfly, right? That mm -hmm. is a, a true transformation. Change in and of itself is different. Change can be reversed. You know, for instance, uh, one goes on a diet in hopes that uh, they'll lose 15 pounds. Well, they lose 15 pounds and then all of a sudden, nine months uh, from that, they regain the 15 pounds. There was no transformation of mindset, transformation of, of dietary regimen, transformation of um, changing your lifestyle where you can exercise on a day-to-day -day basis to maintain that. Well, with transformation is really about the assertion that the actions that you create today will create your future tomorrow. Uh, and so transformation is beginning today, creating a, a tomorrow, but that tomorrow, the change is not based upon the past. Everything with change is based upon the past. So basically, where we are now with COVID-19, this is a full mm -hmm. trans this is a full transformation. This isn't change because how we engage with clients, how we engage as, as human beings, that's been transformed now. And we really don't know what that's going to look like uh, day by day, given what is uh, happening with, with the virus. And so that same type of thing happens with organizations as well. You know, organizations say, well, we're going to go through a change management process and they go through it. And then all of a sudden, five years from now, they're still where they are because there wasn't that cultural transformation again from that butterfly, excuse me, from that caterpillar to the butterfly. Right. They didn't prepare themselves mentally, physically. They just they didn't disrupt themselves. Right. They went on with the status quo uh, talking about change, but not not really embedding it and implementing it. Uh, in, into the, the culture of their, the, in, the, their DNA. I love that illustration with the caterpillar and, and how you explain that and setting us up with transformation. Can you connect that to leadership in for us? Transformational leadership. Ah, uh, yes. And that's the key. Because for me, I believe that all roads lead from and to leadership. And I think that every initiative actually is a transformational issue for leaders. Now, let's take this. Let's take society today. Let's take where we are today. We are in some very trying times today. And given that, not only trying from a social perspective, from, from an organizational perspective, business models, the new business models are, are being created simply because we were disrupted by COVID-19. Uh, in society, new, new societal rules are being created because of the uh, George Floyd situation. Uh, people are revisiting uh, diversity and inclusion as they've never done before. And I'm hearing more people talk about humanity versus titles in organizations. And so with that, <clears throat> leaders are learning how to lead in a different way. Uh, you know, we're at the intersection of intellect and instinct. And so what we're really talking about is survival. And there are new skills that are needed in this. One of the skills is your counterintuitiveness and how you utilize that counterintuitiveness to do not what your habits would normally tell you to do,
but do just the opposite. And so people are transforming right before our eyes because they're breaking down their, their uh, habits, old habits, creating new habits and new pathways because they are not sure where we are headed as it relates to the economy and as it relates to society. But what they see before them is new opportunity. And those opportunities are presenting themselves as a result of the transformation that's been going on across the world because of COVID-19 and a transformation that is happening as a result of what we've seen in society. And so some people are walking on eggshells and that's simply because there's a lot of transformation happening and step by step and through the, the, the use of counterintuitiveness, they're making their way. And it's, we're going to come out much greater and much better on the other side. Well, is this going to be the new normal? That, <laughs> that's interesting because I think transformation is a continuing process. It's been accelerated. And the phrase, the new normal, I don't know what normal is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as a result of that, there are organizations who've been using the new normal and the next normal. And I'm not sure if it's going to be the new normal or the next normal. But what I do know is we're going to continue the pace of change or transformation is going to continue to accelerate. We're going to continue to have to remake ourselves and remake organizations. And so if you want to say that uh, transformation is the new norm, I would answer yes. <laughs> Plain and simple, right? Uh, yes. Well, I ask that because when we look at that and you, 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 you put together several events and boy, we could talk an hour on each one. You brought up the, obviously the COVID crisis and how this uh, ties into the, to COVID. Uh, the, the George Floyd uh, and you know the situation around his death and uh, we can talk about all of the recent deaths of uh, black uh, people in America and, and what that has meant. And so all of that is affecting leaders in a different way. And it's, it's, it's calling on all leaders to think about transformation, obviously, and, and what that means. And so that's why I asked you about the, do you think that's going to be the new normal? And as you said, some people are trying to figure out new normal, next normal, <laughs> abnormal, <laughs> and all the like. <laughs> well, you know, we're in interesting times. That's all. Very interesting times. Interesting times, indeed. Angie is weighing in. She said, adaptation and transformation is the key with business as well as personal. Such an important topic. Thank you. Angie, you're spot on. Thank you so much for weighing in and sharing your thoughts. We appreciate that. You know, it's interesting because she just used the word ad adaptation. And, and, and there's an acronym that I like to use when I hear of adapt and it relates to transformation. And that is to anticipate, right? So you have to be able to anticipate what's going to happen down the street and around the corner, right? You have to be able mm -hmm. to participate that as a business leader. You have to be, be able to participate that, uh, anticipate that as someone in society, right? What What's going to happen next? And then you go from the anticipation uh, to the drive, right? You have to have the drive to be able to, once you anticipate and you see what's happening, the drive to continue uh, in the direction uh, that, that you're headed, the, the internal drive to be motivated. And then, you know, you have to be able to accelerate doing that drive and doing that anticipation, right? Because, you know, this is the slowest day 
um, for the rest of your life right here today. Everything else is going to do nothing good much faster. And then from that, you have to be able to partner with people, right? Uh, yes. And collaborate as organizations, right? Because we're going down a pathway that's not comfortable for us. It's not familiar with us. And then at the end of the day, the key word to tie that all together is trust. And you have to have the courage not only to trust yourself, but to trust your organization, trust leadership, uh, and, and trust that society is, is becoming much better for this. So adapt is a, an extremely uh, important uh, concept within transformation. Indeed. Well said. Well said. I am talking to Dr. Terry Jackson, and he has a long list of credentials. But uh, one of them is the fact that he is one of Marshall Goldsmith's 100 coaches and he holds a PhD in management. And we're talking about transformational leadership. We'll have more right after this. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the leadership accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one -on -one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. This is Laura Gassner-Odding, founder and chief catalyzing officer of Limitless Possibility, and you're listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner. At this point in the show, I always have to stop and acknowledge uh, I have several sponsors of the show who we list on the website, but there's one sponsor who we news to see over and over. And so we give uh, this particular sponsor a little extra time on the show, and that is Grand Heron International. Grand Heron International. Uh, the key to sustaining leadership lies in the ability to thrive during uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the coaching assistance program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. I love the, my, my friends over there at Grand Heron International in Canada. Uh, just a phenomenal coaching service that they provide to leaders uh, everywhere, quite frankly, even though they're based in Canada, their reach is global. So please visit them and support Grand Heron International. We, uh, before the break, you were telling us, uh, use a couple of good illustrations for us to help us understand transformational leadership, its impact on leaders today. And um, we had a great uh, comment that came in from uh, one of the individuals who runs the ICF headquarters. Uh, I, uh, does some great work for coaches around the world, Angie Holleran. And Angie talked about how the adaptation and transformation is key with business as well as personal. And quite frankly, that's what leadership is all about, right? We can't show up in business as someone different than who we are personally. And so making that connection uh, is absolutely important. So we want to thank Angie for, for that. Something else that you do when I look at your website is you do a lot around change management. And as coaches, our ultimate goal is to get people to change behaviors. So yeah. tell us the link between transformation and change. Well, that's, that's very interesting because <clears throat> change happens within 
transformation, that whole process. So it is a construct within the whole uh, discipline of transformation. However, make the distinction, transformation doesn't necessarily happen within change. And I gave that distinction earlier. So as I talk about and I implement change management through coaching, it's really about getting the, to, the people to, to take a look at themselves, define what it is they like to be able to change, and then to go on that journey, right? And ultimately, that journey, I want it, even though it's based and rooted in change management, I want it to ultimately to come out as a transformational journey for them that they continue and that they continue to understand what it is to evolve. And I'll go back to the uh, analogy that I used of the caterpillar to the butterfly. I want them to be able to see that at the very beginning of the change. So we're talking behavior change, but I want you to be able to see a new being. For instance, I, I utilize you know, a coaching methodology that we're mo uh, a lot of us are very familiar with, and that is the, the Marshall Goldsmith met methodology. And so in that, you know, we get uh, executives to take a look at their behaviors or their stakeholders to take a look at their behaviors and to help identify what areas within their management or leadership or as a human being that could be changed that would help them go to the next level of performance within an organization or the next level of performance as a human being, period. Because we're dealing with we're dealing with a human being, and and you said it a few minutes ago, you 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 want to show up the same in your in person as you do in business because we make up one hundred percent as a human being. We are one hundred percent, so we can't really separate one from the other. Even though we here leave work at work and leave home at home, no, home is going to impact work. Work is going to impact home. So as we talk about that behavior change, say increase executive presence, uh, how, how to you know become a better communicator, right? Whatever we do around that behavior change, it's going to have a positive impact in professional life as well as our personal life. So we begin with that change in hopes that that change leads to an ever-evolving transformation as you begin to be able to assess who you are as an individual and what it means for you to become a better individual and take whatever that performance is to uh, a new level in that performance. I will also say as a human being, you know, how do you really engage and become a, a better human being and, and really be able to connect to humanity? Because I think that's where we are right now from a leadership perspective, right? We're, we're seeing some very human acts out there. We're understanding that it's human beings that are being impacted, not necessarily CIOs or CEOs or uh, CTOs or managers and leaders, those titles. It's, it's, it's Eddie Turner. It's Terry Jackson. It's the humanity of it's all that's really being transformed. Indeed. Well said. And um, you made a good point that change is a component of transformation. If we're going to trans be transformational or transform, as that Caliphate illustration, uh, we have to change. That leads me to wonder, are there any other components to transformation that we should be thinking about as leaders? That's an excellent question. You know, um, I'm not big on plugging 
anything that I've done, but I've, I wrote a book on transformation. Plug away, plug away. <laughs> Let us know. I wrote a book on transformational thinking, the first step to individual and organizational greatness. And so within that book, I talk about several models and I talk about what I call the 11 P's of transformation. The 11 P's. The 11 P's. And so there, there are truly some components to uh, transformation. We can talk because when we're dealing with the human being, we have to deal with a lot of things. The first we have to deal with is our perception, right? How we perceive things as we move forward. And let me get get this this give you an illustration here or or a passage. Mm-hmm. It says, by broadening our horizons, our perceptions, we can begin to see what our potential really is. If we combine this potential by honestly committing ourselves to taking action, which is consistently fair and ethical, our principles, mm-hmm. we can commit ourselves fully to passion, to a set of beliefs. As we learn about how we communicate and interact with others, and, and, and we can include people in our thinking, we can define our life's goals, our purpose, and our plan, how to and how to achieve our goals and create methods, processes, through which we can ensure success. Finally, by not giving up our perseverance that drive that journey and being open to change, meaning that you're pliable, we will be able to sustain our efforts and ensure that we are always headed in the right direction. And so that passage contains the 11 P's of transformation, the 11 P's of transformational thinking that are needed in order to have a successful transformational journey. All right, so then you got to make sure you send me that book. I didn't get that as a part of my <laughs> interview package with you. Send me the book because when I publish this as a regular episode, I'm going to put the book on my website so that listeners can link to it, okay? I sure will. Something came up. I got an email. From our mutual friend, Aisha Bursell. Ah. And, and you'll know this because I was on the, I ended up being on the call. And she invited me. She says, Dr. Terry Jackson has started something that she's passionate about. She says, would you be part of this discussion? So you got us all together for a project that you've started. I want you to tell my audience about this. Deconstruct racism and reconstruct love. Wow, I didn't know that was going to come up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I tell you, you know, we were all struggling with what we saw with George Floyd. And, you know, of course, in our MG100 WhatsApp uh, group, uh, everybody was kind of searching for what you can do or what we can do in order to have an impact and and hopefully change society. And I saw Isaiah's uh, post and it said, I really don't know what to do. I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. And so as I thought about Ajay, I'm like, she already has the model. Her model is from her book, Design the Life You Love. Mm -hmm. And so what came to me was, why don't we deconstruct racism and reconstruct love? Mm -hmm. And so with that, she loved the idea. We began to have a series of emails that included you and others within the MG100, and we begin to convene via Zoom to talk about 
you know, what is what makes racism what it is mm -hmm. and what makes love what it is and to define it in four quadrants to define each and it's it, it, it each has its own four quadrants that we're defining. And as we describe it, define it, <clears throat> of course, we'll eventually compare and contrast and then develop solutions as to how we take this very valuable time that we have because everyone has slowed down, right? So mm -hmm. we can become more human. How yeah. we can really examine this thing known as racism and then, and and how can we can deconstruct it and, and hopefully infuse some energy in it, right? Some positive energy and turn this thing into love, right? People can, can understand from a very um, foundational perspective that we're all human beings, regardless of this construct called race. Now the construct, I'm sure you know, the construct of race is a man-made construct, but we are, but racism is real, right? even though the construct is, 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 is man-made. And so how do you deconstruct it and then reconstruct love so that we can take these solutions and give them to the world and people can use it in hopes that we become uh, better human beings as a result of, of, of this. Uh... And so I'm excited about the project. I've heard some great terms. There's been some great conversation. Uh, but you know, when you talk about deconstruction and reconstruction, we can use that in so many ways. Uh, mm -hmm. there are people now who are deconstructing who they are, given the fact of everything that's happening. Um, there, there are industries that are being deconstructed and it all ties back to leadership, right? People, yeah. leaders listening and, 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 and helping to facilitate thoughts and helping to facilitate action in this uh, this new society in which we're moving into. So it's, it's exciting times. It's both exhilarating and exhausting at the same time. Absolutely. Well, I certainly have enjoyed our first couple of sessions. I missed last week. I can't wait for our session this week and uh, keep the conversation going. So thank you for what you're doing on that for us. Well, folks, we're getting close to our wrap up. If you have any questions for Dr. Jackson, please, Go ahead, put it in the chat box. And I'm just so grateful to everyone who's joined us all the way from the UK, from the East Coast, and we had California in here. So, uh, and even folks who I haven't seen in a while that I worked with years ago. I always love when that happens. I never know who's gonna come into the live show. And that's part of the fun of doing this. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, while we're waiting uh, for any other questions, uh, do you have, uh, a, a message, an overarching message you would like to leave our listeners with today. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. And it's related to transformation and transformational thinking and transformational leadership. And I like to pose, I like to pose these questions to people. And it's, is it time that we all begin to assume the responsibility for improving our own lives and the world in which we live? Is it time to recognize our differences as a source of increased perception rather than barriers? Is it time we all get off our individual and collective butts and begin contributing and constructing rather than denouncing and destroying? Is it time to come together in a spirit of true communication, cooperation, and coordination? Is it time to build upon our strengths and develop our weaknesses? Is it time we recognize and celebrate the human spirit 
and tap into the incredible source of unlimited potential, redirecting our energy, time, and efforts toward more constructive and meaningful purposes so that we minimize the impact of what we are seeing given the situation with George Floyd. Is it time for transformational leadership and transformational thinking? And the answer is yes. All right. Well, thank you very much. On the Keep Leading Podcast and on Keep Leading Live, I love to get your favorite quote when I'm talking to leaders uh, that keeps you motivated or either the best advice you've ever received. Mm, The best advice I've ever received. And I want to say it actually... (laughs) Is, is a part of your, 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 your show, the title of your show. And uh, from Alan Mulally, having met him, uh, and he's an MG100, and it is keep leading. Okay. Keep leading. Keep leading. So regardless, keep leading means regardless if you're up, if you're down, there are people who depend on you to lead. You depend on yourself to lead yourself. So you have to keep leading. You can't mire yourself down in whatever obstacles may present themselves, you have to find ways over, around, and under those obstacles. So you just have to keep leading. I appreciate all my guests for tuning in. Where can they find you if they would like to find you and stay connected with you? If they want to find me and stay connected with me, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, You can find me at Terrence Jackson, PhD. You can also email me uh, at Terry at JCG consultinggroup.com. And so either on social media, I'm on Twitter, uh, it's Dr. Terry Jackson. Um, that's how you can, can locate me. I, I like to be very um, in touch with my fans on a, from a personal basis. And so I, I don't limit how you have access to me. Excellent. Well, I'm going to make sure I put that in the show notes so folks may, we'll make it easy. They'll have one yeah. click to be able to get to you. Terry, Thanks again for being a guest on Keep Leading Live and helping us all to understand the power of transformational leadership. Thank you. It was an honor and a privilege to be here. And thank you for listening and tuning in across the internet, across the globe. I'm so grateful every week when we have uh, an active conversation with the, with the audience. Uh, Want to remind everyone, as I say every week, leadership. It's not about our title or our position. Leadership is action. Leadership is an activity. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment that we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.